Multipass. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Movies with Cash and Hightower. Hey party people, it's Cash. Come on party people, this <laughs> is Hightower. Cash, how you doing? Doing fantastic. We've just been burning the midnight oil, trying to put together some fun new things for our listeners out there. We really have. So stay tuned, guys. We're very excited. We're entering the 21st century. That's right. Get excited. <laughs> We're coming out with the audio cassette. <clears throat> That's right. Eight tracks first. Let's start. Let's let's take it slow. Books on tape. <laughs> Turn, turn to side B. <laughs> oh man, this uh, I'm excited. We got we we obviously we're working on that. We're covering a movie. I told you I had never seen all the way through. Actually, I've never seen it. I've seen just little clips online. Okay. So I'm gonna come at this movie with a fresh perspective. I've got some fun housekeeping items. So I can't wait. We got a full house here for this episode. Episode number fifty-seven, The Fifth Element. That's right. Our first Bruce Willis movie. So get excited for that. Obviously. Yeah. Should we go ahead and just kick out, jump right into uh, housekeeping? Yeah, let's do it, man. Housekeeping. Okay. Housekeeping. Here we go. Real, I got a couple quick things. Still not done with Stranger Things. Okay. I got two left. I'm getting there. I'm... I, I finished the first season. Oh, good. What'd you think? I, I liked it. Good. I, I had seen the ending of what happened at the, at the end of the first season. I don't know anything about two through the rest of the show, so I'm excited to okay. actually get fresh perspective here. I think the first one is the best season, because okay. it was like the start. That's what set the tone. But mm-hmm. the third season was my like most like I had the most fun watching season okay. three. Season two, I mean it's good, but it's like it's definitely the worst. I have heard that at least from the like people I know that watch it. They all kind of had the same thing like. One was a high, so two was difficult to follow up. Yes. Three picked it back up, and I've yes. heard from I haven't heard any spoilers, but I've heard season four is the season's just so different. So it's so that's kind of good. It's good and bad, but but mostly good. So yeah. I'll let you know once I finish. Deal. All right, then my last one was just real quick. I started watching the Terminalist on Amazon Prime. Oh, with Chris Pratt. With our good friend Chris Pratt, it's pretty entertaining. It's uh, it's like not what I was expecting, but it's you know like a action intense thriller like kind of messes with your head a little bit but it's i'm enjoying it so far i'm a couple in i've heard positive things about that too so that was definitely on my list of shows to get to too many yeah there's too many things to watch right now truly is and not enough time to do it no (laughs) the summer months are not good times to start picking these things up so true way too busy no kidding what do you got okay that's all i got well first and foremost need to give you a big shout out here oh okay. this this editing that you've been doing because this is all done in-house folks that's right and when i say in-house i mean high towers in here on the computer cutting and splicing adding clips and things and it's uh the funny thing is i actually bring in a guy to do it for me is it somebody that i know no, that, I was thinking, I was trying oh. to come up with like a fictitious name, but I like, couldn't think fast enough. <laughs> Barry, you, you immediately called it up. Yeah, Barry's been helping me out. Barry, the sound technician. <laughs> hey, Barry, how you doing over there? Doing great. 
Thanks for asking. Yeah, appreciate it. Feels good to be um, appreciated. I was, I was, yeah, I was listening to the last episode. It was cracking me up. Some of the the clips that you were throwing in there, just <laughs> good stuff. And I think we need to get this out of the way. You know, we need to get you a fastball down the middle. High fly ball to left and good bye. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Glad. So anyway, just wanted to wanted to give you a shout out here. Now this is the one. Um, I meant to bring this up a couple episodes ago. This has nothing to do with movies or anything, but I found this. This is a legitimate phone number. Okay. I saw this and I was like, this is a spam. Like somebody's trying to get you to call like a phone sex hotline or something. Like they're trying to mess with you. There is a Holland Oates hotline. Oh. You call and it gives you an automated message. And then you press the number for the song that you want to hear. And it plays the song. For real? I'm not kidding. You, did you test it out? Oh yes. That's, oh, wow. that's I was like, I, I one day I was like, I'm gutsy. So I I will tell you, it's one seven one nine. Okay. Two six six, two eight three seven. Well, how how many options are there? Uh, I believe four. I believe it's uh, like private eyes, rich girl. You're a rich girl. Maybe Manny. I can't remember all. It's been a couple weeks since I've done it, but. Is you make my dreams come true one of the options? I think so. You I could call it right now. I don't know if the sound quality would be great, so I'm not going to risk yeah. it right now. But That's awesome. I, I need How to did sh- you, That's great. Fine. How did you come across that? Facebook. Random Facebook post. And it's one of those things, Ooh. like you see it on Facebook and you're like, somebody's messing with you. Like That's incredible. Like you're going to call and somebody's the FBI is going to be at your house in like two minutes. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, but... You fell for it. I read all the comments, and people were like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, I sent this to my brother. I'm like, okay, if this many people are in on it, then That's I'm going to awesome. give it a shot. So, there you go. Great find. Um, so, let me ask, how was your 4th? How was your 4th of July? It was really good. It was, uh, we got back from, we had a tournament in Michigan, up in Grand Rapids. So, we got back. Uh, not actually not too late. We stopped in uh, one of those beach towns on the way home. So mm-hmm. we actually got back in decent time and just kind of hung out here on the 4th. Nice. Saw a coyote <sighs> from like you to me. The worst. I was I was at my neighbor's house and uh, I was running home to get my van so we could go watch the fireworks on top of the parking deck. And uh, from like you to me, I was like, I just literally had left their house, was like starting my like jog over. And this coyote just runs right in front of me. Rabbit in mouth. Ugh. Just yeah, it was crazy. They're the worst, man. I'm telling you. It, I've never been that close to a coyote before. I have. They're miserable creatures. I've shot a few from like a rooftop. Good for you. Out in the country. I remember the first time I I heard that they my dad and brother both have been like, yeah, you got to shoot those things. I was like, no, I I couldn't do it. They, kill, they eat the cats, man. They eat everything. Yeah. They're they're like I said, they're horrible creatures. Yeah, they really are. But anyway, sorry, um, on that uplifting note, the reason I was asking is that we, we had a good time too. We did our, our normal affair of, you know, family, friends. We, we went to the flea market, um, one of the towns over. It's kind of fun. But the missus was like, hey, let's get some graham crackers and marshmallows and mm. let's do some s'mores. I'm we like, did, okay. We did that as well. So I'm just going to say this. I... I've, I've been on record before, and I, Dad and I literally, the day before, was like, people are trying to overcomplicate s'mores by putting Reese's in, <laughs> by doing the, like, stuff that I'm like... I was just about to bring that up. I was like, that's, it's, I'm sure it's tasty, but I'm like, you're just overdoing it. So I was getting a drink at the gas station, and they had a crunch bar. Oh. And let me tell you something. I'm not going back to a Hershey's bar ever again. You mean a crunch mellow? Like yes. A crunch s'more? Yes. 
Ooh. The extra crunch, just I'm telling you, it takes it to another level. I like the crunch. I, I'm man. I'm kind of. I've actually done like s'mores like three times in a week, and man, I'm. I did actually last night. I did the Reese's. How was that? It was super good. Like I when, feel when, like when, it would be good. When I saw them out there, I'm like, okay, come on, we're getting a little. Come on, like just, just go. We, you know, we don't need to get fancy here. And yeah. then I took a bite, and I was like, whoa. Mm. That's actually pretty good. I've heard that. I'm, I'm willing to try it now more so, but before I was like, all right, come on, guy. It's like turkey bacon. I'm like, guys, bacon's bacon. Like, don't ruin this. Yeah, man, the crunch bar. But this crunch, I'm telling you, this crunch bar. Sounds really good. It's it's tip top. Even the missus, like, she, I I know she likes it okay, but she's more of a traditionalist with that. And she's the same way. She tried it. She's like, oh my goodness, this is fantastic. Well, that is so good to know. PSA for your next s'mores outing. The more you know. This is the last thing I promise. I told you I had a few things, but I needed to update this from the music episode because I didn't stir up enough controversy with my hot takes. Oh my. I need to add somebody to my overrated, and it's it's going to be like 1B. I'm still going with the Beatles at number one, but okay. 1B is going to be Bruce Springsteen. Oh, the boss. Cannot stand his music. Ooh, interesting. The, he, the only reason he's 1B is because I like Glory Days. What about Born in the USA? Hard pass. Fourth July, classic. Super, super hard pass. Born in the USA. It's all about cra- it's crap on the USA. Come is on. it really? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't actually like, listen. It's, it's a very, like, <clears throat> yeah. It, it, it's very, um, I don't know the best way to describe it. It's talking about, like, Vietnam and some, mm. of, the, some of the things that were not so okay. great about this, which, I mean, to be fair, probably a lot of what he said is fair, not fair totally enough. off. But I've never been a huge Springsteen fan either, but I've always just kind of given him a pass. Yeah. I don't know why. I You know, I finally was put my foot down. I was like, you know what? I'm tired of hearing it. When we did top bands, and I said I like threw out a current band, and I said Imagine Dragon. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why I wasn't thinking, but, like, I should have said AJR. Like that's like my new favorite band. Like I, I can't believe I left them is. off. That's that's the concert we took the kids to like last month. Oh, is that the one you Kansas played? City. It, you played for me yeah, a little bang, bit. Ba- it's like bang, 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 and then burn the house down and I've way take, less sad. Hot jams, I'll left take, and right. I'll take your word for it. Hot jams. I don't know why I didn't pick them, but anyway, sorry. Hey, also right out of the gate, right out of the gates, we don't do this enough, but we should. If you want to contact us. Cash and Hightower at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. We have a page, Cash and Hightower, mm-hmm. Movies with Cash and Hightower. Our Instagram is also Movies with Cash and Hightower. So check us out. Anytime, guys. Send us a note. We're here. And like we said, very soon, the website will be up and running. Oh, man. It's coming. It's a coming. It's going to be very exciting. Some new features. That's official right. rankings. You're going to be right. able to see all of our rankings and not just have to... Uh, We'll have a read along. We'll have a Ron Rico profile. Oh yeah, of everything you want to know. Obviously, fifty questions with Ron Rico. <laughs> fire so, him off, rapid right. fire. <laughs> Budweiser hot seat style. Absolutely. The freaking Braves and Cardinals are going out here. Some tenth now. You got an update for it? Yeah, it's, oh, it's still it's tied. They, okay. The Cardinals took the lead in the top, and now the Braves tied it up. So. Oh my! The four game sweeps are coming. Hope so. Be okay. We, that's what we need. <laughs> Let's let's get back to the film. Let's get into some Luke Basson. Yes. Basson. Lilou Dallas Multipass. He's French. He's fancy. He is. My favorite French things. French fries and French toast, of course. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Third being Luke Basson. <laughs> Luke Basson. All right, yeah. The Fifth Element from 1997. Mm-hmm. Starring Bruce Willis, Mila Jovovich, 
A couple other random people. Uh, Bilbo Baggins from Lord of the Rings, Ian Holm. I was I was told to tell you make sure to oh, mention yeah. that it was Bilbo. I, I uh, was definitely gonna add that note just for you knew Mrs. it was coming, Mrs. Cash. You for came sure. prepared. I was hoping there was like a ring, a ring scene where he's gets goes evil for like a second. Oh yeah, that's true. He did kind of like, he did strike Bruce Willis. So he did. That was kind of it. I was gonna say my random question was just gonna be what's what's your. Uh, strangest movie that you enjoy watching because I had never seen this before and I texted you last night like halfway through I was like this movie is wild it is pretty crazy and like I had kind of forgotten how crazy it was even watching it but um, like the craziest movie that I enjoy watching yeah I'm gonna say um, Rocky Horror Picture Show probably okay that movie is legit nuts and like doesn't seem like something I would be into normally but I totally love that movie. Like, I mean, mostly for the music, but just in general, I just like Tim Curry. Good cast. I yeah, I was like thinking to myself, like, man, some of the, like weird movies. Like, I, I for me probably, and this is also you'll laugh at this. Like, I was thinking about this last night, like the eighty, the eighties Dune movie. Oh, I do like that. Kyle McLaughlin. It's it's a weird one. Patrick Stewart. It that movie's weird. Hey, you want actually this is great timing for this question. I just recently watched a movie. It took me like three days to knock it out, but it is crazy. Legit crazy. It's called R R R. It's on Netflix. Okay. It is an Indian movie. Okay. But it's like a Indian crossover movie, so it's like there's people speaking Telugu or whatever the language they're speaking. And then, so basically anyone, basically everyone's speaking their own native tongue. Okay. So there's like English people in it and they're speaking English. Okay. And the Indian people are speaking their language, but it all just flows together. So like for the movie watcher, it's, it's easier to watch that way. But like when you actually think about it, you're like, oh, these people probably have no idea what these yeah, people are Yeah, I was going to say that would be tricky for them. But anyway, it is legit insane. It's like a, it's like an, like nonstop action packed slash bollywood dance number like <laughs> it dude it is crazy and like it's so hard to describe i've never seen anything like it before it's just out there it is out there it's like, got great production values like it is phenomenal it's like three hours long mm, okay. it's like it's like in game length but that's a crazy movie that i 100 percent enjoyed okay and actually uh pluskin Gave me the heads up on that. Gave me the recommendation there. So he's yeah. I was gonna say he's got a deep movie knowledge, yeah, so that would make sense. It's fairly new too. I want to say it came out <clears throat> this year. But uh, Netflix, R-R-R. Netflix, R R R, three R's, just three R's. It's nuts. It, I mean, you're gonna have, it takes a while to get through it, but it is like I was just entertained the entire okay. time. Okay, so good. I'm I'm open to things, man. I'm trying to experience new this, films. This will be a good one to jump into. This well, I I experienced. I made myself experience this one here, so I'm got some evil English people. So I, naturally, I'm, like, oh, I'm I'm on board. <laughs> English are always evil in movies. The That's bloody English. <laughs> All right, <sighs> sorry. Should we get back to? I blame myself. I took us element. way off the deep end here with the with the housekeeping and the question. But anyway, I you know my history with film. What's your history You've with this never film? Seen it. Okay, my history. I've seen it somewhere down the line, probably in high school. Uh. Like, never was, like, a huge fan of it. I remember just, like, kind of watching it. I was a Bruce Willis fan. Mm-hmm. You know, always check out the Bruce Willis flicks, like, you know, for a long time anyway. And then I just, like, went away from it for a long time. Still, in my mind, it was, like, a fun flick that I, you know, I enjoyed. 
And then I remember when we used to do the movie trivia, it popped up. Remember there would be like a movie oh, yeah. would, would be mm-hmm. the category. And I remember I took the uh, I took the homework assignment to watch it before, so we would you know be up to date on that. That's why I was thinking maybe you'd wa- you'd seen it, but you probably so you just you stayed away from it. I did. I I was focusing on what I was good with. Okay, so I don't have a long history with this, but I know I watched it like in high school, and then because I would have been like probably like a freshman when it came out, so probably like. I didn't see it in theaters, but probably not long. I rented it and and then probably watched it like what, like six years ago, and then yeah, God, it's hard to imagine that's been that long. I know it's been, been forever ago because it was before Nash was born. Bums me out. That's, that's why been we that stopped. Long. We stopped playing once Nash was born. <laughs> Freaking kids. Kidding. And then the COVID happened, and yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, and then, and then the theater shut down. Yeah, I was. Uh, <clears throat> I just was kind of thinking to myself like this is the this is the scenario. This is the place to make yourself watch something you've never seen before we did it with stand by me i know i've had a couple others i think that i'm like i hadn't totally seen all the way through so i was mm-hmm. like i've heard so much about this movie i've heard it was wild and i, I wanted to make myself do it so this was a fun viewing i, I watched it last night like i said i texted you about halfway through i was like <laughs> this this movie is i i gotta give it two thumbs up for the going for it because yes. this movie just said i it knew what it was and it pushed all of its chips in the middle and said i'm all in it was very out there right out the gates yeah you want to dive into it let's do it let's right. let's go back yeah to I, egypt 1914 1914 i figure they're just going to be looking for a mummy you know when i see that it egypt. did totally have a brendan frazier mummy feel thought, to it i thought it was i was like man this will be fun and this but instead of Brendan, we get Luke Perry. Luke Perry for five minutes. What? Like, why was he even in this movie? That my wife asked the same question. I was like, it has to be the the name, the sex appeal thing. Like, Luke Perry's in this movie, but literally for no reason. It's so pointless. I meant to look that up. I totally forgot. Like, I thought maybe there'd be some like trivia about him, like being friends with Luke Besson or something. He just just sitting there painting on his paper like scribbling on his paper as this old dude tells him about like 5,000 years the stars line up and this black hole opens up and evil comes in I'm like okay and he's not interested at all no he's just sketching right he's doing like a little sketch Mm -hmm. sketchboard pad light Light. poor little kid can't even keep his eyes open do you remember Beverly Hills 90210 Are you old enough? To... I remember it, but I never watched it, but I remember it. Dude, being that was like, that was must-see TV when that thing first came on, like early 90s. In fact, it was 90, 1990 to 2000 was the run. Mm. So I was like, I was thinking, I was like, man, is this still 90210 time? And it definitely wasn't as popular as it was, but it was still on in 97. So it had, Yeah, it had to be towards the end. But dude, that was like, that was that was a big deal when it first came out. And I'm like, like right out of the shoot here, so he's... Luke Perry, Billy is his name in the movie. He's just sitting there, like I said, kind of sketching whatever, like freelancing. And this guy, I don't know, I don't even know who this old dude is. A priest. Oh, wait, the... No, the guy that's on, like, at the The professor? Wall. Yeah, not yeah. the priest that comes in after... Just some random professor. Yeah, he's just, like, going on and on about all this stuff. So we don't even really know who these people are. And then this priest comes in because the kid rides in and all these other kids greet him like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just kind of tosses him a bag. And I was like, okay, what's happening? And I'm guessing... From what he's saying, like you, the, the kid brought them water. Mm-hmm. So this professor and Billy are using children and not giving them water. Is that what I'm to understand at the beginning of this movie? 
Oh gosh, I didn't even think about it from that angle. I was like, "What is happening here?" I thought they were just kind of like they're they were paying them to like do errands and like hold the light. Maybe and... I don't, I don't know because yeah. the the only reason I ask is because then the priest comes up behind that main kid and he's like, "Oh, I see you brought them water. Thank you very much." He just wants like, to poison them because they found out yeah. the secret. And which I okay, I figured out. I'm like, okay, so he's trying to poison them and then puts it in the water and then they pour out the water and like, no, we need to have wine, but it's too late. That's right. These aliens, which I, I'm sure they have a name. I did not get catch them. Starts with an M, I think. I, I saw it somewhere, but I didn't care enough they, to write it down. They're weird looking. They look like the robot version of the village creatures. Yes. Yes. So they M do. Night Shyamalan clearly was inspired by he, this. He film. ripped it off. No doubt. Yeah. And they come in and they're like, "Hey, we have to take this. We have to take this tome and the stones." That's right, because there's a fifth element that the they fifth. have to protect. Yes. Because, like you said, there's when darkness comes, it's like the only protection. It's against the only it. way. Yep. So, I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna say this because I when I was watching this and I'm trying to take notes and stuff, I didn't think about it until the end. Like, at the end, fast forward, we end up back in the same spot. I'm like, mm-hmm. why Why did we do that? Like, yeah. we very easily could have just kept her here. And that's what I was thinking too. Like, I was I thought there'd be like more story as to why I had to go. And these like creatures are going to be the protectors. They're going to come back in three hundred years yep. when, when the when the evil, when returns, the evil yeah. returns. They're going to come back and protect us. And then here, pretty shortly, they're like pretty easily like just yeah, just yeah, disposed of, completely dispatched. <laughs> it's like oh man, like terrible I just, plan. That's what I said. I'm like I'm watching this, and then at the end, I'm going, why, why did we do this? Because now it just adds unnecessary stress. And I mean, those, the plot can't happen unless this they dummies. take it away. True. Very true. And it also can't happen if Luke Perry doesn't uh, freak out and shoot one of them. Yeah, that was weird. Do you think the professor was actually dead, or was he just, like, incapacitated? Uh, I I think he was incapacitated. Yeah, that's what I... I got the vibe they just, like, kind of, like, knocked him out. Yeah, but, it didn't seem like... But death. the way he reacted, like, I don't know, did he go over and, like, check for a pulse? Like, he seemed no, pretty confident they killed him. But maybe they did, too, because it's like, hey, yeah. we can't we can't let this guy go we around and tell him We can't mess around. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what happened. Which... I don't. Know, I kind of have a disagreement with too, because if they're incapacitating or killing this guy to keep him from telling stuff, like, wouldn't you want more people to know so they can be prepared? I mean, I know obviously like mass panic and hysteria and stuff, but yeah, that priest seemed like he was supposed to keep it keep it on the wraps. So it just, I don't know. I feel like maybe wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world. Be like, hey, I've I've been a part of this. I've seen this. Like, maybe let's prepare. I don't know, man. <clears throat> See, it wasn't. A, it was not a smart plan. No. But doesn't matter. Billy flips out, and I think rightfully so. I'd be pretty weirded out if I saw that. And he's backing up, accidentally shoots the one alien, and then the key, he manages to get the key out. That's right. Um, and gives it to the priest. He's like, hey, you got to tell everybody, you know, pass down your knowledge to make sure everybody understands. And the priest is like, I'll, I'll let them know, and obviously I'll do that. And then we just jump ahead 300 years. Yeah, he was like, I will be sure to pass this key along to... Bilbo Baggins That's right. of, of the Shire. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. The Leonard Nimoy version? Mm-hmm. Great song. And, uh, yeah, that's what I said. So we fast forward 300 years, and then uh, Cornelius, Ian Holm, Bilbo, is, is telling President Debo um, about the unknown entity. And they're like trying to go back for like, what do we do? Do we shoot it? Do we let it go? And they're... I think at least President Debo is willing to listen because at first he's like, yeah, go ahead and shoot it. And then 
Bilbo is telling him, I, I'm going to have to stop. It'll be Cornelius. But um, Cornelius is like, it's not. It's only going to get stronger if you shoot it. And he, right before they shoot, he's like, hey, I'm having second thoughts. And that guy's like, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> he just shoots away. I got a serious Star Wars vibe from those ships, oh, too. Yeah. They look totally... And like, I can't remember if this style of ship was in the original Star Wars or if these were more like prequel ships. But mm, I think there's like, those are like long triangular ones yeah. are in the originals. Okay, are they? Okay. So yeah. they, I definitely got a big time Star Wars. Well, and this also this entity that's engulfing something. Mm-hmm. I was like, immediately I'm thinking um, the, Transformers. Oh, yes. Why can't I not think yeah, of... The, not Holy Ultra, cow. not Megatron, not Ultra. Yeah, Ultra Mag. No, Ultra Mag is a good guy. What yeah, is the Unicron? Unicron. There we I, go. Why wow. I Unicron. Orson Welles. Terrible. Orson Welles a Cron. It was. <laughs> it was just a black, ashy, fiery planet. <laughs> and it kept saying Rosebud. That's right. <laughs> and yeah, so we see right away like this thing is clearly the evil that was being yes. talked about earlier. We yes. don't know much about it other than it apparently has a certain amount of time before it. And if it gets close enough to you, it makes the top of your head bleed or so, yes. or, or leak some kind of weird oil. Right. Which was bizarre. It definitely was. And that was the first of many things that I was like, well, that's, that's strange, but I guess I'll go along with yeah, it. There was a lot of weird things with that. But then we get to meet Bruce Corbin. That's right. South Brooklyn. That's right. Corbin, <laughs> Corbin Dallas. And we get a very quick kind of exposition dump that he's now a taxi driver. That's right, former space, or he calls himself a former sp- a space fighter. I don't know, he has like a yeah, very it's, weird. It's odd terminology. Yeah, it's a very weird generic term. There's yeah, no, a, he's driving a cab. Okay, we're like watching it this time, or like I was watching it for the first time. There's this huge emphasis on the amount of points he has left on his license. Yes. I feel like it has nothing to do with anything at the end because, like, event after, once everything happens, it's basically it's like, okay, well, no big deal. Like, this is like you have five points left. You have five points left. You yeah. have one point you left. Have like one point. Like, what is? Why is this such a big point of emphasis with this movie? Because apparently, if you don't have points on your license and the police scan you, then they can immediately just blow you up. I mean, if you have good, I, I guess but they assume you're a car thief at they that point. Yeah, I, I fair enough. I was just I'm watching. I was like, boy, there's really emphasis, and then it yeah, just kind of goes away. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it didn't come back around. It didn't go anywhere. Uh, we also find out he's very resourceful because this mugger greets Dude, him right at the door. That's such a bizarre scene. You could say that about most of this movie, I yeah, think. Yeah, this movie's very out there. So he, the mugger, too, like, when we were watching it last night, my wife's like, what's on his head? I was like, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to look like a picture of the hallway. Yeah, it's camouflage. So it looks like nobody's there. Right, so he would open the door, right, so he would open the door, thinking nothing he, was okay. there, and then he would pop up with a gun. I thought that's what it was, but I'm like, what so is this? He's actually a fairly clever robber, just poorly executed. Yeah, terrible execution. Yeah. It's all about firearm safety. No kidding. He's, Corbin's trying to teach him, <laughs> and he just doesn't listen. It's, and then we also get to see that Corbin knows his way around a gun or two. He does, and he's got quite the stash, Yeah, which he's, he's cool. also cool doesn't as a, come back into play. Cool as a canary in a <laughs> coal is. mine. And we go back. Um, Cornelius is telling President Debo about the ultimate being and how light can destroy it, but if the evil happens to get there, then evil will destroy everything so just basically it's like don't let this evil entity get to the platform right and the fifth element and but then he's like but don't worry we have these other we have these other beings coming to protect us that's right 
then we see them immediately get blown just up. shot right down. <laughs> so quick. By those, like, demon, ugly dog creature things. I yeah. Forgot, I forgot what they were called, too. Yeah, that, I was, that got a lot of Men in Black vibe from those creatures. Yes, very much so. And they are sent by Zorg. Zorg, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Who apparently was good friends with Luke Besson. Okay. And that's the only reason why he's in this movie. Like, he apparently, like... Thought this movie sucks and or script sucked and but did it just as like a favor. Is he supposed to be like a Texas oil person? Yeah, he's. Uh, okay. I, it's funny you say that. I read earlier he's doing a Ross Perot mixed <laughs> with Bugs Bunny character. <laughs> so like definitely you hear the Ross Perot and then especially in that choking scene, mm-hmm. you see. I feel like you definitely see the Looney Tunes okay. coming to play. I just anytime Ross Perot, all I can think of is Dana Carvey doing the Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, <laughs> who's the world leader in Talking Dogs? Can I? Republican Tricks Party. I rest my case. <laughs> can, I, can I talk? Can I get a minute? <laughs> are, we, are we going to play footsie while the country goes to hell? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> God. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That that clears that up because I was like, okay, I think he's doing like a Texas oil oh, yeah. guy kind of yeah. thing, but seeing here makes sense. So. um he does anyway, some great lines, though. He does. He does. I feel like he does a good job. He's a very memorable bad guy. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, like we said, so then that ship gets shot down, which was supposedly had the fifth element and the stones. That's right. So they go to the wreckage and like, hey, did we find anything? They're like, yeah, we have one survivor, and it's a hand. Yeah, but it's a mechanical hand, right? Yes, but the hand, I think, like the actual hand itself is underneath. Okay, so that's the, that the was cover. the question I had. Was it actually? So when we see Lilu, mm-hmm. was that her like actual form? Was she did she look like that pre-generation? I think so. Or regeneration? Pre-regeneration? Yes. There we go. That was I had to work through. Pre-regeneration. Pre-regeneration. Um yeah, so I think what it was was they had like she was under that same cover that those other aliens were. Okay. And then when they shot it down like they recovered and her hand was underneath her, so they used the DNA from her hand okay. to regenerate her. All right. That's, that's my understanding. Yeah, that's what I was kind of going with, too, but I was like, I was like, gosh, it. They didn't really explain it. Right. That was, And that was actually kind of a cool... I like that regeneration scene. That was actually pretty Especially cool. for... This was 97, right? 97. So for 97, not bad special effects, too. Yeah, like, wasn't, wasn't... Some scenes were better. Yes. But overall, I thought it was cool. I thought it flowed really well with the... There were, there were some good CGI stuff and some bad CGI stuff, but yes. I, I enjoyed this one. It's Yeah, and it's one of those things, like a movie early on with CGI, it's pretty dated, so you can, I don't know, that doesn't distract me as much as some other, but like Mortal Kombat Annihilation, like that's very distracting. Yeah, this brutal. one, I'm like, okay, for the time, it clearly, there's a lot of cool stuff, so you got to give it a little bit of leeway. Yeah, even the first Mortal Kombat, there's some bad CGI. And they uh, pop out a... Lilu, like we said. Lilu. Mia jo- Jovovich. She pops out speaking a crazy language. Yes, the divine. The vine, the vine language, that's right. The divine language. Adam Divine. <laughs> uh, which <laughs> I have to say is very impressive. Like, she pulled that off. She did. And apparently it's like Lord of the Rings, another Lord of the Rings callback where they like actually had a language. Oh, okay. Her and Luke Besson, like came up. They were like, you know, so many words and allegedly they could like speak to each other in this this language which i think is bs but yeah that sounds yeah it's like one of those like fake fake arse imdb trivias did you ever do those like it's the and the snaps and the clips and you like oh yes i can't even remember the rules of it but that was one of our baseball games trying to mess with people that didn't understand it me and my cousin jesse did the 
I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Double snap was meant like oh, double letters or something. I can't I, remember it anymore. I can't either. The Good name times. of the game is Snaps. Name of the game is Snaps. Yep. Oh my gosh. There you go. Or like the bat game where you just like pointed at people and as soon as someone talked, that was who was it. Oh, and I, we and never took, did that oh one. Oh my God, that took people hours to figure out. I mean, like, we would never tell them until they figured it out on their own. Oh, yeah. Let people lose their minds. Good time. Oh, that's, yeah. Pe- people would freak out. That's how I ended up losing my hair. Just because of that. No other reason. Um, so, yeah, Lilu pops out. She starts babbling on in the divine language, mm-hmm. and she's very resourceful. She is. Because bad guy from Tango and Cash. Brian James. Brian James. Great. Comes up to tries to. I think he's trying to trash talk a little bit. It's like you better figure out how to speak English before you get out of here. She bops out of that glass and. If I'm Brian James, I'm really pissed at the guy who told him that it was uh, indestructible or whatever. That's true. Yeah, he, yeah, has, he has a bad info. <laughs> it's indestructible. Indestructible. Mm, there we go. I call BS. <laughs> <laughs> she does like a weak like. She like. It, nothing. There's no like ultra violence. People get shot and stuff in this movie, but almost in like a very soft way yes. like when she like knocks him out by bumping his head onto the thing it was almost like a looney tune type there's like three or four times to him like oh he he died oh there was yeah like when he, I, I, he gets shot sure, in the freezer yeah well and i also thought he was on the ship or whatever when they shot the uh i think it's the shadow or whatever the shadow and oh, that's a different thing. guy i thought it was i was like oh crap like <laughs> yeah that was like the original general this guy can't die admiral or whatever he was you don't know my might here but he's been waiting <laughs> Fubar. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> Fubar, big time. He's also in Cabin Boy. Is that is he really? He's in Cabin Boy. He's also in Blade Runner. <laughs> Don't chew it all in one place, Peckerhead. <laughs> um so yes, Lilu uh she she busts out of there, she goes through the tunnels and then um turns around and tells Tommy Lee Jones that he didn't she didn't kill her. Oh wait, I'm sorry, different movie. Jumps <laughs> off. Yeah. I don't care. How um, terrible are the police outfits in this? They're awful. They're, like I get it, it's the future, but holy cow, they are. It was so. Brutal. I honestly, I got a little bit of like Flash Gordon vibes with some of these co- costumes. Like not the same. That's an insult to Flash Gordon. Oh, I know, but it was like it was like a way lower, better Flash Gordon, lower grade Flash Gordon outfits. The police. I mean, some terrible. of that, I like some of the outfits, but the police were horrendous. Yeah, it's real bad. Like their helmets were so dumb. Oh, I know. Like two separate yeah, eye, eye things, like eye it holes. It looked like they could barely move. It was terrible. And they, they really couldn't. Like they're very not moving very quickly. And they're also very bureaucratic, apparently, because yeah. it's very by the books and, and delayed. So It reminded me of Judge Dredd. Yes. A little bit. Yes. So they corner her and they're like, hey, you know, obviously come with us. And she just she jumps off the building. And thankfully she lands right in the back of Bruce Willis's cab. That's right. Good catch. Bada boom. <laughs> big, big, big bada boom. Big bada boom. So he's, uh, you know, he's he's smitten clearly right out, right out of the yes, shoot. Yes, he is. He is. He is. He falls hard. The funny thing is, why he reacts that way is because Luke Passan did not tell. Basically, only told him that in this scene, Lily will be dropping into your cab, and then didn't tell him like what like the lines were going to be. Okay. So just did like a natural reaction, and Fair that's enough. why he's like. Basically repeating himself like over and over. Oh, well, that's, it's just the other I like it. Yeah, it worked for me. Interesting. And he uh, he's like one hundred percent on board with taking her. Mm-hmm. And oh, Cardinals won. Sorry. Oh man. Sorry, man. Um, 
he's it, it, he like flips really quickly. So it's like, okay, I'll take you. I'll 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 take care of you. And then as soon as the police stop him, he's like, sorry, it's your your stop. Yeah. And then they start to board, and then he's like, all right, I'm out of here. And then he takes off again. She can immediately read English. He Help, flip-flops. please. Just flip-flops so quickly. Yeah. Oh, we, the, we forgot to mention the product placement here. We got the police eating McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. McDonald's. That's right. I dig it. There's a lot of, like, really heavy McDonald's in this scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in particular, too. A lot. So, oh, I made a note here too. The, yes, the chase scene is really bad. It is when they start chasing Bruce and the, it is. It was, but and like, there's some very strange musical choices all throughout the film. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like in this scene, it's like a, it's almost like a, it's a I think it's a Mexican singer. Yes, and it felt yeah, it was really it was it, a very strange use of this music. There's so much of this movie that is just it just seems out of place with yeah. the rest of the movie. Like there's times when this is like a serious hey, there's there's serious consequences and then there's other times it's like a slapstick like yeah, very Looney Tunes. It's and then there's so it it, it can I don't flip know. On a dime. There was a lot, but anyway, so Corbin's big plan is to get to the fog to hide out. Get to the fog, which comes into play for this one scene and then is never mentioned again. <laughs> Also convenient. Um, so he gets gets down there, hides out. Lilu's passed out, and Corbin manages to wake her up. And she mentions in Cornelius's name. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're just gonna skip over. How does he wake her up? Oh, not with the, not with this one. Not in the car. He slaps her. To oh, wake her. oh, yeah. Okay. Not, no, I'm, Sorry, I thought. Come we on were, now. I thought we were. I jumped ahead. My bad. No, don't worry about it. Plus, I honestly, there's a legit. I should have warned you. There's a legit chance because I was just taking notes in chunks with how convoluted some of this was so if i do skip over something you are more than welcome to say slow your roll pal i did not take as many notes so i, I tried to I'll probably lost but well. i also because i like i said i hadn't seen it before so yeah, it was wacko so she tells corbin who cornelius is so then corbin tracks him down and cornelius is obviously very excited he realizes who she is so it's like all right cool but then oh, immediately right. <laughs> so this is where corbin she's laying there Yes. And Corbin just kisses her while she's passed out. Goes in for the smooch. Immediately. That's assault, brother. That's assault, brother. That is assault. Good for her. Just pulls the gun, takes a gun from him. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot what her, whatever she says, translates to never without my permission or yes. something. Yeah, he's like, what did she say? He's like, never without my permission. He's like, God dang it. Yeah, he's like, oh, I shouldn't have kissed her. I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. Guess I shouldn't have forced myself on the unconscious woman. <laughs> tragic. Oh, my. Who, who could have guessed it? Was he kissing her on the lips or the cheek? Not that it's like. I, th- I feel like it's, I feel like it was lips. Okay. That's, I mean, not that it should matter, but no. lips is like a hundred times worse. Way worse. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. It's a sleeping beauty, but. Right. You know, not right. at the right. same time. It's amazing. You had seven dwarves. It's much more romantic. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, so yeah, as as Cornelius, it, so he comes out and he's kicking Corbin out, and that's when he says like, "Yeah, never without my permission." So Cornelius is talking to Lilu about, "Hey, where are the stones and everything else?" So she's like, "Well, they weren't on the ship that went down. That's right. They were sent on a different ship." She knows where they are, and then we cut to Zorg or whatever his name is. is that his name Zorg? Yes. Because he had hired those weird creatures. Act not. Is the main guy? Okay, he's I know. the leader. Yes, okay. I don't know that. I thought that was the one that, that started wears the them. human mask. Yes, but then, 
the stones were we find we think the stones have been stolen mm-hmm. and there's nothing in there there's not it was the old switcheroo the old switcheroo and we get a super sweet weapons demonstration yes i love this scene i do too the weapon is or, yeah oldman's firing off all those fantastic different things it can do yeah. shoot it and then it recognizes where it's at and then you can shoot in any direction it hits the same spot that the flamethrower awesome. the poison darts my the... favorite is the net yes <laughs> such a <laughs> the classic net the net by far the worst feature on that game. Just having a blast with it, too. Yeah. I love that scene. But then he gets very upset that the stones are not in there. Mm hmm. And so he leaves them a crate of these guns, thinking they're going to blow themselves up because he clearly has this in mind. And they do, to, to be fair. They do blow themselves up, but yeah. they don't die. The old self destruct button on a gun. But they don't die. Well, some of them do, I think. I think we're led to believe that. The main guy holding it doesn't die. Well, I don't think he's the leader. Act I don't think that's Act that hold that hits the button. Oh, I thought it was. Okay. No, I think that's just like a random, a Ran- random guy. <laughs> Henchman number five. Yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. I th- I'm assuming. Okay. That guy and probably a few close to him died, but not all of them. Okay. But this is goes back to like the Looney Tunes mentality, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, that enormous explosion that almost blows yes. up an entire building doesn't kill all of these guys. Very true. It's okay. I'm still fine with it. I think the guy holding the gun at least died. But you're right. Yeah, like, you it's would so think hard so. to tell by the tone of the film because then later on, you, yeah, it's, it is kind of like uh, they pick and choose their moments. Yeah. And then this is when Zorg says, "Bring me Cornelius," because mm-hmm. he, for some reason, knows Cornelius is involved in this. Right. I forgot how he knew that. But... I'm, not, I'm not sure. Oh, because he came to ask Cornelius about the stones. Mm, okay. That's right. So Zorg's given this tirade about basically like a Thanos type thing, like you have yeah. to destroy some things for other things to blossom, and how you can automate things now. But then he almost chokes to death on a cherry. Yes, and that was the most bizarre scene. Why would you not just let him choke to death? He's a he's a man of God. I mean, is he, he though? Because he clearly has got some sketchy morals later on in the movie. I don't think he can. I don't think he could live with himself if he just let him die, even if he is a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, I guess he doesn't know the full extent of what yeah, Zorg is, is exactly up to. at that point. So, like he knows he's a bad guy, but not like how bad. I mean, just that. But that's an easiest way to do it. Like, right? It reminds me of horrible bosses. Like, oh yeah, he was dying. He had peanuts, so I just gave him the stab. So the boss that we came here to kill was gonna die, you and you saved his him. Life? Yeah. Well, when you put it that way, you know, you start poking <laughs> holes and everything. <laughs> That's great. Oh, so, how funny is it that Kevin Spacey ended up being like the one of the jerk bosses they were trying to kill? That's like how perfect. Yeah, perfect timing. Perfect. Yeah, perfect casting. Just nailed it. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a terrible human being. We'd love to kill him. Absolutely. Oh, let's cast uh, Spacey. <laughs> I think he can fit in that role. <laughs> nailed it. Art imitating life. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go to President Debo is telling his General Monroe, I believe, is. Um, that dude's name. Brian James? Yeah, Brian James' name. A, he's like, okay, hey, you need to go retrieve these stones, and you need to very incognito get there to do it. Don't be sending in a team and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then that other, is that Acknot, or is that, that's, or that was no, one of Zorg's a, henchmen. Yes, it's a different, that's one of Zorg's guys. That has a cockroach with an antenna on it. Yes. very. He's got a bug. <laughs> the literal bug. That's great. So, wait a minute, real quick. I, yes. need to put, I need to interject here. Please. There's a scene right before General Monroe comes mm-hmm. to see Corbin uh, Dallas. Um, there's a scene where a like floating, flying Chinese restaurant yes. is hovering outside of Corbin's window. Mm-hmm. It's a real 
miss by Luke Besson or whoever did the casting not to get James Hong for this role. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I saw that guy. I was like, I'm glad this guy got a Good for him. Got the part. Yep. But that's a huge miss not getting James Hong. That's a swing and a miss. Like, this guy is very forgettable. James Hong makes that a memorable character. Oh, yeah, 100%. No, I totally agree with you. I... Like, in my brain, I remembered it being James Hong. I was like, man. And he's been in so many movies. I know. Like, it's like a perfect movie for him. It That's, just would have been so easy. Yeah, this would have been like the perfect James Hong movie. Huge mistake. I agreed. So, Corbin's talking about, like, things have not been going well. He ends up getting fired from his job now because of, obviously, that his cab is destroyed. Um, but he manages to win a trip to Floston. Flossed in Paradise. Flossed in Paradise. <laughs> Get it? So, Flossed in Paradise. Flossed in Paradise. I like that. And General Monroe shows up to tell him all about it, that they rigged the contest for him to win. I, his, so this, this was very convoluted to me. This, it's Not only is it convoluted, but I do have to say, like, their dialogue back and forth, I did get a kick. I didn't... There was nothing in particular, but them going back and forth, I was like, all right, that's kind of funny. It's weird because they... So they all, they're all going after the stones. Yes. That's the military, the the priest, Zorg, everyone. Yes. The, the other bad guys. I don't understand why they needed to make the... So, like, the military comes to Corbin Dallas. They're like, hey, we've rigged this thing for you to win mm-hmm. so you can go collect the stones for us. But then Lilu and the priest roll up, and they, like, are trying to, like, <laughs> incapacitate Corbin Dallas because the take priest wants tickets. to take tickets... Right. But it's like, dude, why don't you guys just work together? Like, you guys have this... I know. Like, why why are you making it so much harder on yourselves by not just including Corbin Dallas in on the deal? This whole scene... This reminded me... I mean, not it's obviously not the same, but, like, just the sheer chaos. Like, last week, we're talking about Point Break with the raid. The raid, yeah. It was like, okay, so the, the military gets there, then the priest in mm-hmm. Lilu... Then he hides the priest in Lilu because the the police, the show, police up. show up, yeah. and then the police don't have the right address or they don't go to the right door. Because and then that one guy talks back, so they bag him, and then he frees Lilu and the priest, and then the priest knocks him out to take the tickets, and then he remembers that the the military was in the freezer. Uh, the freezer. I was like, what is to happen? Like, there's so many things going on here. Did he like? Legitimately, probably could have murdered like two of the group. Like the priest suffocating. Yeah. Definitely dies in that thing. Yeah. And then he freezes the military people. And like they don't even move. Like, no. And like I thought they were like dead at first. That's like I told you. That's like the second or third time. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's but dead. They, they show back up. Don't he, worry. He t- they, sh- yeah, they do. They show back up. But this whole thing, I was like, what in God's name is happening right now? There's so much going on. Dude, the worst gag of the entire movie. Long running. It happens like oh, three the times. The mom calling. Yes. And she's clearly like a 30-year-old woman. Yes. Like she's not an old lady. Yep. Ugh, I hate that. I hate too. I hate that. Part. How come you didn't tell me about your trip and blah, blah, blah? I'm like, so terrible. Oh, my God. No, I, to- I totally agree. Um, So then, yeah, like I said, so Corbin knocks, or Cornelius knocks out Corbin, takes his ticket, so then... I, again, I'm watching this. I'm like, okay, so how is he going to get there? And then, literally, the next scene catches up to him. Yeah. The guy. There's no. Yeah. I was like, oh, and then he just catches up with him. So I was like, that's so dumb. And the and Cornelius is like second in command, is trying to pass off as Corbin. Yeah, and the Corbin, Irish guy. Yeah, Corbin catches up. He's like, oh, geez, thanks for getting my boarding pass. And 
They just, him and Lilu go together. I'm like, Lilu Dallas Multipass. Lilu Dallas Multipass. I, I, the whole thing, I was like, again, I, what are we doing here? But Yeah, it was very convoluted at this point. I was not, at this point, I would stop trying to make sense of it. I was just watching it like, okay, I just want to see how this plays out now. Yeah, so I know that this Luke Bassan guy wrote this, this was like a story he wrote like in high school or something, and it was like a super long, like, very long, epic story. I think there was actually three stories and like in and like they had to cram them all into one for this movie, so I'm guessing that there was like more in between those moments. But just for the film's sake, it made more sense for them just yeah. to like happen like right away. I mean, it's two hours. I mean, they they got a lot. Yeah, there's in a there. ton of stuff in here, but I think so. Yeah, it's just like it could have been a its own space epic like Star Wars had he gotten his own way. Yeah, I know he wanted to do a sequel too. So so then like again, so we're an hour into the movie. And we we did briefly meet Ruby Road. All night long. All night long. All night. Earlier. Oh, man. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker in the house. We did briefly see him on a commercial earlier, but now we get like him in the movie. Yeah. And this is like an hour in. Yeah. Very late. And I had seen his outfit. I had like, I'd seen some clips of this before, but watching it in context, I'm like watching this, I'm like, what the hell just happened here? Is... What vibe do you get from Ruby Rod? Like, what? Who does he remind you of? Oh man, I because like I remember having a conversation like with a friend of mine, and like I was like, oh yeah, he's totally like supposed to be Prince, and he was like, no, it's Michael Jackson. Oh, between those two. Yeah, and then I read something today, and it was like the inspiration for the character was Prince and Michael Jackson. Well, yeah, I was like, the oh. combination of the two. Oh, we were both right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I no, I but could. I see that Prince just like he's totally Prince. Yeah, Prince. I feel like more Prince than Michael Jackson. Yeah, right. I mean, some of the, I guess some of the like, maybe the way he talks might be like more of a Michael Jackson, but he just man the vibe he gives yeah, off is but, totally Prince. Yeah, but I think that's like Chris Tucker and Michael Jackson were like legit friends in real life too. Oh really? So, uh, yeah. That makes, okay, that makes I sense. think uh, <clears throat> it probably some like how he talks wouldn't surprise me if it was partially that, but. God, what a weird role for this. Uh, just this whole thing is like, he just keeps talking, and I couldn't, I couldn't catch half of what he was saying. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because he's doing a radio show, the whole time, and he's like trying to do like a quote unquote interview, but he just keeps like snapping. Yeah, he talks so fast, and his voice echoes on that mic. I was just. Yeah, I couldn't make it all out of. Like I said, the whole time I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening, but. And the whole time, Corbin Dallas is like. Bruce Willis is like no selling him the entire time. I was like, is he supposed to be like this difficult? Yeah, being like, I mean, I know he's, I don't know. It just seemed like he was just like annoyed by Chris Tucker's performance. It was just like he might have been one word answering him. He, he legitimately might have been knowing him. It was bizarre. And then on top of all that, so that whole thing happens, this interview, and then we get to the takeoff sequence, which again is just quite something too. We got these little. <laughs> A lot, creatures. Of, a lot of crap going on. There's these creatures that they're flamethrowing off yeah. of the plane. The Jamaican guys. Yeah, they're like barnacles, I guess. Space barnacles, yeah. essentially. And then you got Ruby doing his thing with that flight attendant. You got Bruce Willis being put asleep with Lilu. And then you got Cornelius trying to board the plane. I'm like... How did he even get on? You, you don't get to see yeah, it. Yeah, he, he's like under the plane when it's getting ready to take off and all of a sudden you don't see him then he's he made it on somehow like yeah. i feel like his scene was cut i just 
we missed something. There's so many things happening in this entire movie. Yeah, and then Zorg, just terrible, terrible employer. He, the guy that didn't make it on board the plane, just blows him up. That's right. Right before, just zaps him. Jeez, man. And so, it's I like I said, I think that entity thing is called the shadow because I think this is where they say he, like shadow is calling. He calls him Mister Shadow. Mister Shadow, yeah. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> I don't know. I like it. Hey, if you're going to do it, be formal. That's so great. If you're going to be do it, be formal. Mr. Shadow's going. And this is why um, Zorg is was sent after the stones. The Shadow said, hey, get get me the stones and make sure, or don't get me, just get the stones and make sure nobody get can use the them. Stone. It sounded like Frank Welker. It sounded like Dr. Yeah. Claw. I didn't look it up, but it And this is like where it. we see some more of the sludge coming out of his forehead. Oh, that's right. Coming out of uh, Zorg's. Happen in the beginning when they engulf the ship. Mm-hmm. You ever stop and think about the fact that this plot I've gone through so far, if somebody went back and read this out loud in a pitch meeting, be like, you know what, I think I'm going to pass on this movie. Like, hard. <laughs> hard pass. But it's got Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce. Okay. I'm you, m- more interested. Yeah, you have 30 seconds. I just, this movie is, it's out there. It is quite bizarre. I'm pretty... I, no, I so I, I remember... It was right after they're flamethrowing those things off the bottom of that ship. Mm-hmm. That's when I text you. I was like, what is happening right now? It is... I mean, yeah, it's... <clears throat> I, I'm going to hold my comments yes. till the end, but it is... You're right. It is uh, quite the experience. It is. Um, so then we get to... Or the, the ship arrives at, at Fulston... I have to make sure I'm saying that right. Folston and everybody's Flosston. Flosston, sorry. Flosston. So it switched to Folston. Flosston. Flosston Paradise. Flosston? Damn near killed him. Um, <laughs> so they <clears throat> they arrive. Um, Lilu and Corbin get separated. Mm-hmm. And Corbin is like looking for her, but then he's kind of okay that they got separated like shortly thereafter, but still look at just... A lot, lot of things going on there. Um, Very convenient. And then that lady that sings, they, call, they just the call diva. her Diva? Yeah, diva? the okay. Diva. The Diva says, because she was the one that has the stones now. Right. They, she says, she says, thanks for showing up to Lilu, and she's like, I'll get you the stones after the show. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Interested again to see how this p- pans out. Zorg, um, fresh off his phone call with Mr. Shadow, he's upset, so he flies out there himself. Yeah, hey, if you want something done, you gotta do it yourself. <clears throat> That's right. And the other bad aliens show up. The dog, and the dog creature things, right? They're yeah. They they bust into the room, Diva's room, and they're gonna try and take the stones. And they're searching through, and they think they got them. But then Lilu beats the crap out of them. Yes, she just thumps them while the Diva is singing her opera operatic song and dancing. Yes. And it was like crazy. The best part is when, like, earlier in the film, we see her watching, like, a Bruce Lee clip. Yes. And then she does the old Bruce Lee, like, hand wave. Because, yeah, she's gaining all of the knowledge by going through that database. Yeah, Very I, nice I, I forgot to mention that. Very nice callback. Um, yeah, that whole opera and dance number, too. Yeah, like, weird. That's weird. Like, but at this point, I'm, like, desensitized to the weirdness. So I was yeah. just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I think that scene actually, actually plays well. I like Yes. Mila does a good job. It's, done, it's done well. And like the opera music is just so out there that it, it kind of works. Well, it's like starts as opera and then it kind of turns yeah, into she, right. It get, picks up a little bit. Like got a little beat to it. Yeah. 
tone lay that <laughs> size 13 yeah, on and pick it for the homies. <laughs> and then Zorg shows up to the room, chases after Lilu, shoots. Uh, he actually gets a shot on her. I don't mm-hmm. know where it hits her, but she is yeah. bleeding. Zaps her. Through the vents. The other bad aliens storm the opera hall and they shoot Diva. They get her. They zap her. And then Zorg sets a bomb mm-hmm. and takes off with what he assumes is the stone. So he's right. he's tickled pink. He thinks he's in the clear. <laughs> and then Diva's like, hey, the stones are actually in me. That's right. How did she get them in there? Those are pretty big. She's an alien. I don't know. She can maybe she has like absorbing. Their backside actually like it. You know, it kind of looks like it's covered Shut up. up the so. pooper. <laughs> well, maybe drug cartel. I yeah, get it. Right. Diva's a drug cartel. Yeah, I don't mean like her. I don't mean her butt's big. But I understand. She has like. She looks like she has a humped back or hey, something. Cannot lie. Yeah. The other brothers can't deny. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. So, and then Corbin's, Corbin's like, all right. So he just dives right in, pulls him out of her. That's right. Just reaches into that open gun wound. That's right. She she's dead. No no sense in. Uh, Do you think that they like, she would have if like to retrieve those stones she has to die, or can she just be like here you go just reach in and grab these stones? Yeah, I don't know because like you said she's an alien. Maybe she's like yeah. she can unhinge her jaw or right. there, there's was, a lot of other yeah. things that. It's very convenient. <clears throat> it's she just she dies and he's like all right I'll pull him out, and then. They're about to get away. Mm-hmm. They're they're being very cautious. They ha- they have that one bad alien, and he's having Ruby hold him at gunpoint, mm-hmm. and then Ruby accidentally shoots him, which gets the attention of the other aliens, right. and so they come after them. Right. And I the worst decision he makes is he gives Ruby those stones. He's like, guard those stones with your life. That's right. Why would you trust Ruby with these stones? No kidding. He is not the military he did, type. He didn't have he didn't have a lot of time to make up a plan. No, so I just, mean, and he's very calm most of the time under pressure too. Like, here's I, one of my major gripes with this film. Yes. There's like this is a two hour film. This is an hour and a half into it. We only have, there's only thirty minutes left to this film. Mm-hmm. And we are just now getting to like diehard Bruce Willis. Yes. Like this whole entire movie has been not really doing a whole lot. Wasted opportunity. But now we get to see him like mowing down alien creatures, like, you know, some gun battling mm-hmm. and, you know, jumping behind the bar. And absurd doing, explosions. Yes. Absurd explosions. Like him, you know, using his witty lines and Ray. Like, why in the world do they wait so gun. long? Yeah, Ray. Yeah, that's right. Those two Both the pool balls. I, I did get a kick out of that. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what we needed more of that. At, like, the action comedy. That's what yep. Bruce Willis is. We were missing the action. And I don't know, like, Corbin is just a one-man Ray. He's, I mean, borderline John Matrix, John Rambo here. Like, Dude, he's incredible. He's just mowing through these guys. When uh, he, like, just peeks for a split second. And he's like, oh, we got seven guys on the left, four on the right. Yep. Throws back, shoots like four yeah, or five of them. One. Yeah, two on the left and three <clears throat> on the right. Incredible. <laughs> Send somebody out to negotiate. Just shoots them right between the eyes. <laughs> Guerrilla warfare. <clears throat> and in the meantime, the resort figured out that there's a bomb, so they start the evacuation process. Yeah, so you think everyone got out? Um, There's no way they got no, counted every, every no. person. With five minutes? Yeah, there's no, no way. I can't imagine. And during all this, Zorg had figured out that these stones were not in his container, so he turns around. I love that scene, too, where he's, like, so happy, and then he's, like, still in his happy voice. He's like, I have nothing. They're (laughs) They're gone. 
That's great. And he just very casually strolls back in and he stops his bomb. He's got the he's got the key. He does. The special key to stop the bomb with five seconds left. But he doesn't have the special key. I love this. To stop the other bomb. Right. The, like the bad dog creatures <clears throat> create their own little bomb with five seconds after, left. After after he said earlier he's like pride will never do anything or something like that. And so that's exactly why they go through. I was like, Oh, okay, you're trying to tie this in, but I think he could have just easily been like, I'm pissed off because this guy blew up part of my crew. Right. So we're gonna get him now. Revenge. It's always it's a dish best served cold. Amen. So <clears throat> great, fantastic. We got all this. Everything's good. Everybody's happy. That's right. Not so much though. Oh no. Mr. Shadow. Oh my gosh. I just remembered. I wrote a note here. Yes. During this all this uh, like action scene on the ship mm-hmm. with the, he's fighting the dog creatures and whatever. You can hear the GoldenEye Bond like sounds in the background. Oh, really? Like the like, I can't even do it now, but I'll I'll put it in here. I'll put it into the episode. Oh, but fair enough. Where are you, man? It's straight out of the GoldenEye video game, sixty-four I, game. I did not catch that. I, I I couldn't help it. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. GoldenEye. Great call. Great call on their part, then. Um, so yeah, the the. They're all celebrating, and then all of a sudden, that Mr. Shadow's headed headed towards Earth. Yes. And so... Armageddon style. Yes. Bruce Willis. Makes sense. Michael Some, Bay definitely saw this same, movie. Same year. Or, was it right after? Oh, you no, know, it was right after. Right after, I, I think, think it was 98 for Armageddon. Yeah, Armageddon's like, hmm. Or Bay's <laughs> like, hmm, I got a great idea. I got an idea. And then Deep Impact did the same thing. That's true. It's like Volcano and Dante's Peak. That's right. There's so many. Deep That's Blue right. Sea and uh, Lake Placid. Oh, was that the same year? They're all very close together. Yeah, they're all very similar. Like the day after tomorrow in 2012 or whatever that was. Oh, yeah. So. Big Trouble in Little China and the Golden Child. That's true. How dare you compare those two? Those are actually perfect companion pieces. It's fair. They're not competitors. Um, So then, yeah. President Debo calls and you know, hey, let me congratulate you. Like, all right, fast forward to what the point is. Like, it's headed to Earth, and we need to get this, and we have less than two hours. So Bruce Willis is like, all right, well, we'll call you in two hours. Right. <laughs> Very calm. And they get to the temple from the beginning of the movie, and this is like I said at this point, I'm like, why did you not just leave them here? Because you have to set them up exactly how it was before. Right. And I got the, like, I got the impression that. I guess maybe that professor was going to try to move him. So maybe you got to take him out. Yeah. But it seemed, it but it seemed like the they were, key to get, open it, it up. It seemed like they were safe. Yeah, exactly. They couldn't have gotten in there. I just, I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like they were in a safe spot. It's all for dramatic effect. Right. Really, at the end of the day. Yeah. And they get everything, get all the stones set up and they get Lilu set where she needs to be, but they don't know how to activate them. That's right. It's tricky. The wind blows, rain, <laughs> rain falls. <laughs> Against the wind. <laughs> Against the yeah, wind. Yeah, luckily that Irish uh, priest guy is a, is, a, is a heavy breather. He is. A mouth Mo- breather. mouth breather. <laughs> Blows open the one. All I said was... <sighs> <laughs> I don't got a match. Match, you got a light. Come on, come on, my man. Come on. <laughs> and so they get all of them activated. Get everything ready to go. But Lilu is like, she, during this trip back, she found out what war was. Oh, yes. That's right. What is it good for? No, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Hey, Rush Hour. Chris Tucker. That's right. 
Callback. Good callback. You're welcome. Um, Which one of y'all kicked me? <laughs> me. <laughs> so this is uh, again what the whole the whole point of the movie is. You know, hey, I don't know what this point. I don't know what the point of trying to save these people are. It's war. All this stuff. Everything that they create, they destroy. Everything we do is for love. That's right. We fight for love. <laughs> and Corbin tells her, "Like, hey, it's because I love you." And just totally, I does he love her? I don't know, man. I the priest is like, like tell her. Yeah, he's like tell her. I'm like tell her what? Yeah. And then immediately he's like he's like I love you. And tell her what? I've seen you naked and I'm physically right. attracted to you. Like that's what Bruce Willis is right. thinking. I assaulted you earlier in the film. Sorry about that. <laughs> but it's because I love you. That's right. You barely know this chick. I wrote a note in the few hours that we knew each other. We loved a oh lifetime. Oh my god. <laughs> Exactly. Ter- a, this is a ter- real Terminator scenario. Uh, but thank Michael God Bean zaps the zaps the entity. Yes, it's dead now. Thank the heavens we got that Super fifth element quick. going. And I was like watching this. I'm like, oh, she's gonna die now because she's bleeding out and she's like barely conscious. Nope, she can shoot this like all powerful light. Yeah, she's Lulu, man. And she's like, no, I'm good. She's indestructible. So she's not indestructible when it comes to bullets, but she's, she's indestructible when it comes to. When she's in fifth element form. Ah, yes. She is. Super Saiyan. Right. <laughs> exactly. Dragon Ball Z reference. That's right. Yeah, the most unbelievable part of this entire film is that Bruce Willis is actually in love with her. Yes. He's just, he's lusting he for is. her. Yes, that's absolutely it. Right. And we wrap up with President Debo coming to congratulate them. On a bike he stole from a neighborhood. That's right. <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs> you had knocked the... And uh, it was like, so anyway, he, he comes to congratulate them, and he's like, I only have two minutes or whatever. And they're like, well, they're in this hut banging. Oh, that's right. They're and in then the... the mom calls. Oh, so dumb. I was like, okay, so I got, I got done. I was like, okay, so this movie's trying to be like a Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Terrible. Spaceballs. Yeah, I definitely, James Bond. I definitely got the Raiders vibe from it too. Because it's like there's so many different things that they're trying to wrap up here. So anyway, that that was the end of it, and then we end with the mom calling and saying how the president doesn't sound nearly as stupid. I'm like, okay, like yeah. that's not funny to me, but I hated that. That's how they wrap it up. I hated it. And that's the fifth element. Fifth element. There she is. <laughs> Let it be said. Let that's it be a, written. That's a movie. What are your? Uh, Final thoughts before we get into MVP and rankings and stuff. So, I was interested in seeing this just because I'd seen so many people talk about how great of a movie this is. Mm-hmm. I'd seen a lot of stuff online, YouTube definitely, videos. It definitely has the cult following. And I'm like, okay, maybe this is something that would be up my alley because, I, or excuse me, might be a fastball down the middle for mm. me. So, I'm watching this, and part of it is my wife's watching it with me, and every. My wife. <laughs> it's my wife. And he get it, um, the, especially beginning. She's like, "What about this? What about this?" I was like, "I've seen just as much of this as you have. Okay. I have no idea." About halfway through the movie, I quit trying to make heads or tails of this, and I just tried to watch and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I have this. I give this movie a ton of credit because, like I said, it went all in with what it had. It did not shy away from it. Didn't try to be something else. So I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. This is not one that I'm probably going to go back to anytime soon. <laughs> right. It's just, it's really out there. It's really weird. Um, I didn't hate it. 
And I think it's from the 24 hours that I've seen it, I'm like, I like it a little bit more, but it's still not, it's still not like a cult movie for me. It's something it's like, okay, yeah, I watched it and I'm, I'm good now. And I award you no points. Yep. And may God have mercy. <laughs> and may God have mercy. It is not. It is not in Stand by Me, Who Framed Roger Rabbit territory. Okay. I will say that. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. I definitely am glad that I watched it. Like yeah. it's one of those ones that I'm like, okay, I'm glad that I can say that I've seen it now. Very good. I will say, having watched this, so this always happens. I watch it with a critical eye now. Mm-hmm. And like before having watched it with my critical, Cash and Hightower eyeball. I would have said, told you it was a fun flick that's, you know, pretty out there. Not the greatest movie, but still, you know, an entertaining watch. But now having, like, more closely paid attention to some of the story and it's, I don't know, I didn't have as much fun. Definitely. Yeah. I definitely felt the length also. Mm, Yes. It was definitely dragging there a little bit. I still like Bruce Willis. I think he's good. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's the... It's like I said, they waited for a freaking hour and a half into the film before they let Bruce Willis be Bruce Willis, which kind of stunk. And I like Mila Jovovich. It's just she's a weird, such a weird character that she's yeah. very limited as to what she's able to do. But I mean, I don't blame her either. I don't know. It's just, it's just so out there. And like, I totally get why people like this. And, you know, some parts are fun, but some parts are just so dumb. And I definitely came away <laughs> liking it less. After watching it this okay. time around, I and I that's a good point. I wonder if I would have enjoyed it more if I was just watching it to watch it. Oh yeah, it. like if you're just like I'm assuming I watched this with like while I was folding laundry, or, you know, like paying less attention to like some of the story points and just kind of going with the with like you know having a good time. Whereas now I'm like trying to track things. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> doesn't make sense. I'm writing some of the stuff down. I was like, what in God's name did I just write down? Right, what a convoluted freaking storyline what what is happening yeah bizarre okay uh who's your mvp mvp and it cannot be bruce corbin dallas cannot be bruce, bruce willis the bruce um you know what it's between it would be between two people for me but i'm gonna go with mila mila lilu with what she has i think she does a very good job with it i agree and I don't know that I would ever be able to give her an MVP for anything else. So, oh, Resident Evil, man. I know she. I mean, she was. Were those? I oh, know those are two thousands. Yeah, because yeah, I was in college. Yeah, so she just missed out. I think the early two thousands for. Yeah, she was freaking awesome. The first one. She's really good. She does a good job there. Uh, yeah, it's a good call because just like that language alone that she learned, and mm-hmm. man, that's very impressive. Very believable too. Like, yes. Yes. An innocence. Yeah, she apparently speaks four languages in real life. I'd buy that. Fluent four languages. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Very impressive. Yes. All right. Since you're going Mila, I'm going Gary Oldman. That was my that was my alternate. I mean, I feel like these two have to be the two for standouts sure. in the film. If I mean, you're not other going than Bruce, Bruce yeah. right? The two side character. I'm sure some people give it to Chris Tucker, but I just no, could not. No. Woof. He is the worst. Yeah. Terrible. I hate Chris Tucker in this movie. I cannot stand it. And I normally love Chris Tucker. Like I think I, he's super funny. I do too. Friday, Rush Hour, Money Talks. I normally like him. But man. This one's a miss. He's a yeah, he is he is a scene killer in this movie. I do not like those scenes. No. But yeah, Gary Oldman, he's like apparently he wasn't having a great time, but it didn't show because he was great. He, he did I great. Loved, yeah. I, 
I love what he brought to the character. He, hey, he made it super fun. If he wasn't having a good time, good for him for not letting it show. Exactly. That's like going on a slump hitting and not right. letting it affect your defense, that's, Gary. That's right. Good job. That's right. Basically how Ozzie Smith's entire career was. Hey. <laughs> Slam. Hey. Man, man got close to 3,000 hits. Come on now. It's the worst Hall of Famer. <laughs> in- Shouldn't even be in. <laughs> Terrible. Oh my. He's the worst. Uh, I kid, I kid. We all love Ozzy. That, that's right. We all love the wizard. So what, um, I feel like this might be the most difficult question of the night. What scene would you show somebody from oh, the fifth boy. element? It's a great question. There's so many. I really like the space shootout. That's such, that's like at the end of the movie. And it's not, it doesn't actually give you a good look into the film. because. No. Bruce Willis only does only reacts that way in that scene. It's like the only it's the only type of scene it has. Maybe the scene where Bruce is in his apartment and uh, like all the people are coming to it, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Remember, you said it was kind of chaotic." Maybe that because you kind of get all the you get a flavor for it's kind of silly, but you get all the characters. And yeah, I don't know. That's a tough question with this movie because there's so many weird <laughs> scenes that you can choose from. I honestly, it was between that or the scene where they're boarding the ship. Like we're the only two that I could think of that oh, kind yes. of encompasses the entire movie. Yeah. So I guess I would go with that one, but it, man, it's just, oh it's so hard. That's funny. All right. Are we on to rankings? I think we are. Did you have any additional questions for me? No, I thought about doing like uh, what's your favorite Bruce Willis role. Then I was like, He's got so many good 80s, 90s flicks. We're going to talk about more movies. So That's I, like, true. I don't, I don't want to tip we, our hands we don't too much. S- we don't want to spoil it. Nah. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't have any additional questions. So if you're, whenever you are ready, I will tell you my ranking. Okay. You want to go first? Uh, sure. I'll go first. I was making a, just a slight adjustment here in my rankings. But yeah, go ahead. So I said it wasn't Nightmare on Elm Street, Roger Rabbit territory, but it's not a ton above it. We'll put it that way. It's still okay. towards the bottom of the list. I'm going to give it a 3.5. 3.5. Okay, so just under Dick Tracy. Yes. And above Coming to America. Yes. All right. Man, even I'm starting to doubt that because at least Coming to America, man, but I guess Fifth Element's chaotic enough. I could still watch some things. I'm, I'm, I'm having an internal debate now. About one of those two. I'm going to stick with 3.5 for now. Glad you're struggling with it. Yes. Okay. I. So you have it at film number 52, by the way, of 57. Yeah, that makes sense. 52 of 57. Okay. I'm actually pretty close with you. I'm pretty locked in here. I need to make an amendment to my ranking, though. I'm going to move. Okay, so I'm putting Fifth Element coming in at number 51. Okay. You put it at 52. I put it at 51. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.3. It's actually coming in just behind Rocky 3 as well, but Rocky 3 is way better than this movie, so that's, <clears throat> that's I don't know. I did the same thing. So, like, Dick Tracy is 3.7 for me. I mm-hmm. like Dick Tracy way more than Fifth Element. Right. And, like, there are some fun parts, but still I can't put it any higher, but... Rocky Three is so much better than Fifth Element, but I do feel Fifth Element is better than, and I enjoyed it more than In the Line of Fire. So that's fair. I'm switching In the Line of Fire to a three point two. Fifth Element will stand alone at three point three. You mean to tell me you haven't changed your opinion on Suave Clint Eastwood? 
hitting on a uh, Yune Russo. I can't handle it. <laughs> I can't handle it. I know pigeons. <laughs> that movie was so weird. I almost <laughs> knocked my soda over. Holy cow. <laughs> wow, I can't even concentrate. That could have been a disaster. Hey, you want to know the next toughest question I'm going to ask you? Let's hear it. What are we doing next? Okay. Um, we needed to go to, we need to move to plan B. Plan A, we talked about, we have to delay. We have to push out another week, so we need to do another movie. Okay. In the meantime, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Unless you want me to give you some options or something. You pick, man. You had me pick this week, okay. and this is up to you. All right, I'm just going to go with this thing, because this is like fresh in my brain. Do it. Let's do a Kevin Bacon film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Invisible Man. No. It's an 80s flick. Okay. It also has Fred Ward in it, mm-hmm. who just recently passed away. R.I.P. R.I.P. Fred. Let's do Tremors. Good call. Tremors feels like a summer flick. Yes. A good. Fun. I remember watching this for the first time ever, just being like at home, like on a summer day. Me and my sister just. I want to say it was on like USA Network, and we're just like, oh, like hooked, man. Just had us. Just, just sand snakes or worms, whatever it is. Hey, let us not forget. Egg Shen as well. Egg, that's right. Egg Shen's in it. So, good, pretty good cast. The, the little girl from Jurassic Park also. Oh, yep, that's right. Also. And, I mean, we got to save some of this for the movie. Michael Gross. Michael Keaton from, from uh, wow, Family Ties. Thank you. <laughs> it's okay. Thanks, Barry, for No, it's okay. But no, yeah, great call. Let's do Tremors. Tremors, absolutely. It just feels right. I'm good with it, man. Should be fun. Um... Like we said, everybody, stay stay tuned. Stay right. near stay your tuned. social we media. Of, we have a lot of stuff coming. There's a lot of stuff. We talked about the cookbook. We, mm-hmm. we got that in the works. Oh, the cookbook. That's right. Cookbook's coming. That's right. The website yeah. should be coming out soon. I have lots of soups for the for the cookbook. Oh, yes. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of cream-based soups. <laughs> Chicken broth. Chicken broth. And a mushroom. You take a can opener. You open a can of chicken noodle soup. <laughs> You heat it in the microwave or the stove if you're feeling fancy. (laughs) Ingredients. One can of Campbell's (laughs) chicken noodle soup. Heat to desired taste. Uh, So, yeah. So, you've already teased we have a website coming. So, we're working on that. Hopefully, that'll come out soon. Very excited for the website. One of the features, and I'm very excited about this that you were talking about, there's going to be an option now. Mm. We're getting it up and running, so it's taking a little bit of time here because we're doing this in our spare time. Um, but we want to give the option to people who listen if they want to donate. Right. If you want to say, hey, I want to donate. Uh, we haven't totally agreed on the figure yet. Could right. be a dollar. Could be 5000 We don't know yet. Yeah, somewhere Probably between, closer to five. Somewhere in the between a dollar and five <laughs> 5K. But we're going to give you the option to donate. That's right. Maybe we'll even do tiers. Maybe if we say somebody does a dollar, we can put it in a list. Or if we do a little higher, a good, that can cut the line. good call. Hey, on the fly. Just thought of that. That's, anyway. That's a good idea. So if we say you donate and you say, I would like you to cover this movie, mm-hmm. depending on where you donate or how much you donate, it can jump to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. Now, the only parameters is we would need it to be streaming somewhere. Right. Or some, you know, even something we could rent. Or off rentable. Of, you know, Prime or whatever. Or it can't be above an R rating. That's right. Because we just can't. That's right. We no, just can't do it. No nudie pictures. No. Nothing... No many faces of death. Right. No cannibal holocaust. Right. You get it. <laughs> so that's something that we're working on. We're going to have uh, the entire list of rankings on there, so you'll be able to actually see. So that's we right. we talk about it at the end of the show, but we want people to be able to see it. Um, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Again, I got to give you credit. I was looking at a website here, but you you really you've really outdone yourself with this. I just we started talking about it, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna look into what this looks like, and I just just I don't know the the spirit moved moved through I, me. I understand. We're gonna have a link to Facebook and Instagram. We're gonna have a link to Spotify for the right. actual show. Our shop. The shop. Um, Women be shopping. <laughs> can't help but notice nobody's bought a fanny pack yet. It's really There's disappointing. Christmas, actually, your birthday is coming up sooner. That's right? true. So birthday, it'll be it'll be the new little one's birthday first. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So newborn fanny pack. They make many fanny packs. I mean, let's assume so. Okay. So anyway, guys. Yeah. Keep, so yeah, we we Cash and I try to keep this show free. Mm-hmm. So in the end, you don't ever have to give us anything. True. But we have had people make requests for movies, and we thought this would be a good like compromise. Like we have movies we want to cover. But also, if you have a movie out there that you just really, really think you want to hear, or even just put on the back, sure, the backlog, this would be a good way you can do that. And then, yeah, so we can also, you know, get a little, especially if we have to like rent it on Prime or right. something. Because yeah, I mean, we're rolling in the dough over here, but <laughs> we're not. I all. drove. I drove up in my Rolls Royce today for the show. That's right, you did. Your Lamborghini is I in did. the shop. My Gran Torino. We rolled, we were like a Mazda rolled by today, like a Mazda Miata. Brooks is like, is that a Lamborghini? <laughs> like, mm, not quite. I will say this anytime, speaking of that, I kind of related, but not anytime I see a limo go by, I says, wow, it must be Burt Reynolds or something. <laughs> to this day, every single time. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a limo driver. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, so I yeah. That's what I was going to say too, but now I've totally forgotten. Um, Must not have been important. The only other thing I was going to say, I know Big Dave gave me some good feedback on Rocky Three. I haven't heard from him since. Okay. So that's the only feedback I've gotten. The missus was a big fan of the Point Break mm. episode so mm. far from what we've gotten into it. She thought that was, she had, we, had some, we had some good banter back and forth there. I got my haircut today, so I saw my, my haircut lady and oh, I yes. told her. Her and her son got a shout out. So yes, I hope she goes back and listens. I also hope she keeps an eye on him. I told her I was like, "Hey, <laughs> just in case Bodie starts getting into uh, stream stream sports and bank robberies, keep an eye out." Yeah, if he starts having an affinity for keep an eye LBJ, out. Nixon, Reagan, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Keep an eye on it. Keep an eye out for those Halloween masks. That's yeah. That are not in season, right? But are like movie quality. Um. But yes, so I those that's been my main feedback, um, and by main feedback, those two people. So oh, okay. I, I've not heard from many people. Right, right, right. They've given up on us. No, at I, least on me. I'm still getting some messages. So All right, good. People are people are listening. Ron Rico texted immediately. He listened to the uh, the uh, cartoon ones we just covered. Oh we yes, just put out yes. And he explained the banana show. I forgot what that. Maybe we were like, I can't remember what the banana. Oh, but, uh, banana, banana man. Banana man. And it was basically just like there was a a banana guy and a man that was a banana. A man that was a banana. That's it was, there was more to it than that. But think we're gonna fall for the banana of the tailpipe? Look, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's about it. All right, guys. Oh, you know what? I had oh, one yes. more thing. Yes, I just, I just remembered. There you go. Uh, so a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, actually, just last week, celebrated uh, an anniversary with my wife. And we went out to you've, a restaurant. You've spent time together. We, we've shared time. Shared time. We have shared some time. Uh, we went to a restaurant. We ordered some drinks. Mm-hmm. I ordered a uh, Bell's, I don't remember what kind, 
Oberon, whatever. Okay. She ordered the Bell's Amber. Whoa! Amber is the color of your energy. Oh. Yes, that's right. Bell's Amber, yes, of course. <laughs> Just wanted to get that in there. Dude, okay, sorry, but now that you, you throw that out there, I read some very disturbing Uh-oh. threads. On 311? Yes. What? They're breaking up? I The bassist said at the end of his tour commitment next through the beginning of next year he's taking a hiatus from the band i heard he's joining up with uh creed <laughs> i think that's what it is <laughs> apparently there's some f- internal friction oh boy so hey man nothing lasts forever even yeah, cold 30, november rain 30 <laughs> 30 years they've been together same band take that shirt off before you jinx the that's band right, and they break up <laughs> <laughs> i was bummed out. i was like man i like i did not see that coming i was like that's surely they're real. coming out with a new album soon yeah they've been together forever yeah so I wasn't going to, but they have a cruise at the begin or at the like during their three eleven fest. I was like three eleven cruise. It's like maybe I'll finally do that because I was like I don't know what if they're going to tour again. I don't know. If it's carnival, stay away. I'm not. I'm really not sure. Watch out. So anyway. Okay. Well, uh, I bid you good morrow. Godspeed, and Adios. may the wind ever be at your back, my friend. Adios. <laughs> See ya. Anybody else want to negotiate? Well. Bye.